five candidates are running against incumbent Kathy Murillo to be the next mayor of Santa Barbara. Election day is November 2nd. Murillo's challengers include Randy Rouse, Deborah Schwartz, Mark Whitehurst, James Joyce, and Matt Kilrain. The winning candidate will serve a five-year term. KCSB news reporters speak with each of the six candidates, and you'll be hearing from them on the KCSB 5 o'clock news. You can tune into all of the mayoral candidate interview replays on KCSB FM SoundCloud, Spotify, and at kcsb.org. KCSB speaks with James Joyce III, former chief of staff for then-state Senator Hannabeth Jackson. Joyce is running to be the first Black mayor in Santa Barbara City history. Could you begin with a brief 30-second overview of who you are and why you feel qualified to be the next mayor of Santa Barbara? My name is James Joyce III, and I've I've lived in uh, the Lower West Side of Santa Barbara for about the past 10 years. I've worked for uh, State Senator Hannah Beth Jackson as her district director, and before that, Assemblyman Doss Williams as a staffer on for his background as a newspaper reporter and creator of Coffee with a Black Guy. I bring up all of those those different uh, backgrounds uh, because those are the skills that I'd like to bring to to Mayor of Santa Barbara, being an analytical uh, thinker and figuring out problems and challenges. Uh, and, and finding creative solutions uh, to, to figuring out ways to say yes and make us a better community. What do you see as the biggest challenge facing the city of Santa Barbara, and what is the first thing you would do to try to resolve it? I think the, the biggest challenge facing Santa Barbara right now is, is a lack of cohesion. Uh, that doesn't mean that we always need to agree, but it means that we, we need to feel uh, like members of the community are heard. And we're not having that right now, not within the community, not within the council. Uh, and so one of the early things that, that I intend to do as, as mayor of Santa Barbara is, is a change of tone and a change of approach on how we do things, how we conduct business. That means uh, proactive outreach to our community, uh, that means uh, innovative conversations, and, and sometimes that means tough conversations within the council uh, um, and, and in public, de- public debate. How would you go about tackling houselessness in Santa Barbara? Uh, the unhoused population, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, and it's been a challenge for several decades. Um, it's, it's one that I think we need to calibrate our expectations. It's not going to go away. We're not going to rid ourselves of homeless individuals in, in, the, in the community. Uh, but what we can do is we can treat them more like neighbors. And so, um, you know, the site of the, the, the current police station, once the new police station is built, build 50 mental health beds right there, provide wraparound services right there in that location. Uh, because we know that a, a lot of the challenge from our unhoused population uh, occurs in the downtown core. And so what better place to address the problem other than right there where the problem currently exists? And how would you address the housing crisis in Santa Barbara? Uh, the housing crisis is one of, of, of that, that we're not going to solve by ourselves. Um, like many of these issues, we're going to need to work regionally uh, to try to appeal to both, you know, the county, uh, other cities around us, and 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 uh, the next counties over. Um, and so, the best way to to address the uh, housing challenges that we face in our city and our region. Uh, is to actively seek state and federal funds and give our housing authority, the, you know, which is a world-class housing authority, give them more money to do what they do best. Uh, our local city housing authority should be the number one developer in Santa Barbara. And I think that is the mentality that's going to get us a, a more diversified housing stock in Santa Barbara that helps uh, uh, provide uh, better opportunities for folks as they're, they're trying to, to stay, live, and grow here in town. 
How would you address the closure of small businesses, including on State Street, and what would you do to ensure that existing businesses flourish and encourage new businesses to open? Wow, that's a, a, a lot of elements to, to that question there. Um, so I, I think, you know, one of the, the, the early approaches, again, is, is regionality and also being an, av an advocate, chief advocate for our business community. Uh, right now, that hasn't existed for, the, for our business community in City Hall. And so I think I'd like to bring uh, a change to that, right? And, you know, being the chief advocate for our community, uh, understanding and harnessing a lot of the spirit that we have here in town. We've got you know, uh, companies like Sonos, companies like uh, um, what we, we know used to be Kinko's, right? Uh, they, these companies were born here in Santa Barbara and for a reason. And so really making sure that we tap into that innovation and finding ways uh, uh, to support that. Uh, kind of going back to the last question, it is also incumbent upon some of these businesses that decide to choose Santa Barbara uh, as their 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 home base, it's also would be incumbent upon them to help come to the table and help us solve some of our housing challenges uh, through co-op housing or or workforce housing for the workforce workforce uh, that that they're trying to uh, um, recruit and retain here in town. What are your thoughts on the efficiency of city government and what changes are needed in its structure? For instance, what can be done to make local government efficient and democratic? Yeah, no, that, that's a great question and definitely an, an area I'd like to, to see improved. I mean, you know, one simple thing that can happen is let's let's utilize technology and not run away from it. Now, there's no reason why the city of Santa Barbara shouldn't have an app where citizens can communicate with the city. There's a light out uh, in, on your street. How do we know about that? How do you know what department to currently call? Well, if we have that in a, in a, in a way that most people are engaging uh, everything else in their lives, I think that that would be uh, uh, more closely aligned. Um, another thing I, I, I'd hope to bring to to our city is is something beyond the three minutes that you get at city council to, to for public comment, right? And, and providing uh, town halls and opportunities for folks to come share what's on their mind, uh, whether it's a policy idea, uh, whether it's a concern with with you know the the cracks in the road and, and on, on your street or, or what have you. Uh, but just better communication and and that also an extension of that would also be the implementation of a public information officer we currently don't have a spokesman or a spokesperson for the city of santa barbara and that is a challenge right i mean we see with when we have uh, emergencies uh, or other challenges that, that we're faced with in our city there should be a uniform unified unified message that's shared from the city to the citizens uh, and that just makes for a better community mm -hmm. And what did this past year of the COVID-19 pandemic teach us about the needs and desires of the Santa Barbara community? Well, un unfortunately, I, I, I had a first you know, front row seat on, on that, right? Uh, you know, at the time I was still working for Senator Jackson, uh, running her district office, and we were getting a lot of uh, constituent outreach on issues of, of um, the, the, that are created with the financial insecurities, right? Uh, when people lose their jobs, there's a lot, a whole host of things that, that become insecure. That's food insecurity, that's housing insecurity, uh, that's childcare, education, various things of that nature became concerns when we saw what not, not being able to have access to, to, you know, to our source of employment or a source of sustenance. And so, um, I think what that showed me is just how fragile we are as a society and how how we need to really take uh, um, 
a special look and, and be responsible in how we move forward on, on, on how we structure moving forward. Not about, you know, as we're emerging from COVID, not about getting back to normal. It's about creating a new normal and finding out what those new, uh, the, the new things that we care about. We're not the same community that we were. And so tapping in to that and, and, and really allowing ourselves to evolve as a community and society, I think are gonna be important coming out of these, these first, uh, uh, you know, several months. Uh, as we emerge. And lastly, what do you feel you will bring to the mayor position that makes you stand out above the other candidates? Hmm. I, I think what, you know, for, for one, one of the things that I bring that makes me stand out from the other candidates is, is my approach. Um, it's more conversational, less wonky. I understand the wonky stuff. I, I understand how things get done. But at the end of the day, people want a representative that they can relate to and, and can humanize the issues of, of concern for folks. And uh, that's something that I've done as, as a journalist by you know, you know, seeking out the story and, and really taking care to, to share that story with a larger audience. Uh, that's something I've done you know, in public service over the past decade here, right here in town. Um, and, and specifically with the work that I've done with Coffee with the Black Guy and convening tough conversations and heading the uncomfortable head on, right? And, and, mm -hmm. and I think that is our way through many of our challenges is confront them head on, uh, not in backdoor deals, not, not assuaging special interests, but, but really building community in the process because we only have one opportunity to do that. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners? Is there anything else you'd like to address? No, I mean, I think that there's been a lot of information that's been out there. We've had several debates. And so I would encourage folks to, you know, to do your research, dig through the, the information that's out there. If you, if something I, I said today or something that you've heard is interesting to you, feel free to, to visit JoyceForMayor.com uh, to learn more. And thank you for, for your time and your interest in, in this important local election. Thank you so much. It was wonderful speaking with you. Great. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you to candidate James Joyce III for joining us on KCSB News. You can catch all six candidate interviews on KCSB SoundCloud and Spotify, as well as KCSB.org. More information about voting in the mayoral election can be found at countyofsb.org. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.